Welcome into another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter. You see miracles.com. Today is August, Monday, August 28th. Uh, Titans wrapped up their preseason with a win against the Patriots on Friday night. We did see Ryan Tannehill for a series. He handed the ball off three times and then left the game. So not really sure what the point in having him out there was, but he did a great job on those handoffs. Um, Malik Willis got the rest of the game with Will Levis not playing. And listen, overall, on the preseason, Malik Willis was better than last preseason, right? I mean, we, we've seen some development in his game. Uh, he has done a much better job of standing in the pocket, going through his reads. When he does scramble, he still keeps his eyes up, keeps his eyes downfield, um, had a, I mean, the two-minute drive right before the half was fantastic. And, um, you know, a lot of times you see him excel in those types of situations. Um, he made some really good throws. The, the I think the second touchdown throw was, was a really good one. Um, made some bad mistakes, too. Um, he apparently just shouldn't target Josh Wiley um, every time he tries to throw it. Or not every time he tries to throw it to him, but two of his interceptions this preseason came on targets to... Uh, the tight end, and it was they were bad throws both times. Um, you know that is going to happen. And then he made a bad decision, bad read or whatever, threw, threw one ball right to a linebacker. So, um, but listen, overall he looked better this preseason. Uh, Vrabel was asked after the game or uh, in his Saturday press conference, Vrabel was asked if he was ready to name a backup quarterback, and he said no. Uh, but there's no shot that Malik Willis is not the backup. If Ryan Tannehill were to go down in New Orleans. Malik Willis will be the guy going in the game. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind about that. So, um, you know, and played well enough this preseason to at least, you know, be here. You know, I mean, listen, there was talk earlier that he may get cut. He's definitely not getting cut now. They're going to keep three because there was never any shot they were going to cut Will Levis. But hopefully now both of these guys, Willis and Levis, continue their development behind the scenes and we don't see them take a meaningful snap. Um, until next preseason. That, that's the hope because if this team is going to be good this year, it's going to be with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Uh, the defense was fun. Again, Danico Autry out there making plays. Um, this defensive line is, is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, you saw Autry out there wrecking stuff without Simmons and Tart playing. So when you have all those guys in the rotation, um, I, I mean, it, it's just it's going to be a lot of fun. Harold Landry looked good. Um, in some action that he got in on Friday night. And so good to see him back out there. Um, obviously, you know, he's recovering from the torn ACL right before last season started. So, you know, by the time week one rolls around, he'll be, I don't know exactly when he had surgery, but the injury happened in practice either the week right before the first game last year or the week prior to that, kind of the week we're in right now. Um, where they're where they're you know they have two weeks from the end of the preseason to the start of the regular season. Either way, we're looking at a, a full year since the injury happened. So you know he's he's further along in his development than you know we've seen some other guys come back. Um, you know like Bud Dupree when he came here um, was way way behind I guess you would say um, where Landry is. So good good there. Listen, this defense is going to be really good. Um, you know, you just hope that this year they can combine the, the whole offense and defense thing, right, and have them both be good at the same time because we haven't seen that in a, a really long time. So, um, but I, I think if you're if you have one fa- more faith in one unit right now, 
it's the the defense ahead of the offense. And a lot of that having to do with the questions with offense, just receiver, offensive line. I mean, we, we know what those things are. And receiver just with the injuries. So we'll see how all that plays out. We won't get – I don't know what they'll do this week practice-wise and what we'll get as far as updates. But then, you know, next week on Wednesday we'll get an injury report heading into week one. So we'll see where Traylon Burks is at that point. I, like I said from the beginning I'd, or from the time he got hurt, I'd be surprised if he plays in week one. Um, I think they're going to do everything they can to get him, you know, fully healthy before they put him back out there. Uh, roster cuts happening over the next couple of days. They have to be down to 53 uh, by tomorrow afternoon, August 29th. Uh, so we'll we'll be monitoring those. We have a, a cut tracker up at MCM already, so you can check that out. You know, Melo is really good at breaking that stuff, so he's going to have a ton of stuff out there. You know, the the one of note, they they cut Badgley already without having another kicker that they've brought in just yet. Um, so I don't know if they'll wait if they have like Mason Crosby. I posted something last night on him. He lives in the Nashville area in Brentwood, which is a, a suburb of Nashville, and he's been kicking at Brentwood High School. Uh, posted a video of him, you know, making a 60-yard field goal the other day, just you know, kind of waiting for a call type of deal. I don't know if they'll give him a shot. If I mean, I think they should at least bring him in for a workout. I don't know why you wouldn't bring everybody that has a pulse and is a kicker in for a workout at this point. But probably wait and see who gets cut, you know, the days today and tomorrow to see who's going to be available and, you know, bring somebody in from that group. Badgley was bad. He was bad the first day he was here in practice. He made his first field goal the other night, but he hit it off the upright to go in and then he missed one. And I mean, it was just kind of, I mean, I I think when a guy comes in uh, like Badgley did, and I think in that practice on whatever day it was last week, um, when they did the blue and white scrimmage, or uh, sorry, the whatever, yeah, the blue and white scrimmage, um, you know, he missed three kicks, I think, in that practice, first day here, and, you know, Vrabel kind of gave it the, well, he's the guy that's here right now type of deal. After that practice, it was pretty obvious that they weren't satisfied with where they were there, um, you know, and I don't know, at this point, you've just got to kind of see what's out there, and you've got to bring in a guy that you hope can can be serviceable for you. Um, whether it's a Crosby, whether it's a, a Nick Folk, if he ends up getting cut by the Patriots. Um, they had a young guy in camp as well. So um, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Next year, I hope that they will invest a little bit more in trying to find a kicker, um, draft a guy maybe even. And I know it's hard. Like we've seen a lot of guys that have been good in college that come to the pros and aren't good. I mean, we, we see that all the time. But I, I would say spend a draft pick on a guy, have a veteran in camp, and let them duel it out and then see what happens. I mean, it worked out for them. Now, they didn't draft Stonehouse. But, you know, last year in training camp, they had Stonehouse and Kern both here. Kern's still really good. Um, but Stonehouse beat him out. And so you had another really good young punter. Um, why don't they try to take the same approach with kicker? And, I mean, obviously that was John Robinson, not Rand Carthon, different administrations, whatever. But, you know, with just the the going with the two unproven guys this year in camp, they end up cutting both of them. Um, I would just like to see them have a veteran, have a young guy, let it let let a competition play out, see where it goes. So that would be my preference. We'll see what happens. But again, hopefully they can just find somebody that can make kicks for them this year. And, you know, if we're if they're going to be a team that plays on that edge of decent offense, good defense, you're in a lot of one-score games. You need to be able to depend on your kicker. And we're sitting here, you know, less than two weeks from the opener at this point. They don't have a kicker on the roster. 
So not exactly a great place to be. But again, we'll kind of see how it all plays out and go from there. All right, that'll do it for today. Like I said, just make sure you're keeping track at miracles.com of the cuts. We'll be updating all of that there. Have the you know the initial 53-man roster once it comes out, and then you know they'll do some shuffling from there. They'll have to make their 53, and then they can put guys on IR. They can claim guys that have been cut in other spots. They'll cut guys. So there, there's always a little bit of of movement after that first 53 comes out. So we'll be tracking all of that for you. Again, this is Home Run Throwback. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out, um, and we would be glad to have you on board. So this is Jimmy Morris saying thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.